0: Okay, well today indeed is January 15th, my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, my dear love. What a beautiful day to be married to this amazing, gorgeous woman that has given meaning, purpose, and so much joy to my life. I love you, my baby. We've been celebrating all weekend, and today even more, so I love you, my wife, Rochelle. And also, of course, MLK, another amazing day, an amazing man of God, a leader, imperfect as we know, but... Who stood for peace, which is um, what Jesus did And and today was kind of a breakthrough and I, Another one, I've had a lot of little, a lot of mini breakthroughs Yesterday was bad Sunday, uh, a lot of guilt and shame and anxiety, grief But today, I don't know, it just kind of um, a couple things You know, I have to give credit to Threads <laughs> The uh, Instagram, Twitter type thing. I really can't stand Twitter. It's so... It was bad before. It's even worse now. X. Even that name is horrible. But threads because of the algorithm. And I guess I've been more consistent with my topics. um, Or more real with my topics. Than it's really catered or uh, tailor-made. Or what's that word? um, Curated for my taste. So it's really been nice to be there and be conversational about mental health and music production probably the two most the two topics that I most love talking about to help others young and old millennials young people black and white whoever it may be that loves vulnerability that wants to be honest I think today with, you know, I think my wife and her sister grieving their father because today, as I said, is my wife's birthday and it hits home for her not having her dad to call her and her mom, for that matter, to say happy birthday and all the things that Dad Baker would do on this day, remembering, just calling the memories. And so my wife and my sister-in-law, who are both here, so shout out to my sister-in-law, Suzanne, have been grieving and for me that's like food to my fetter whatever that's called food to my to my mind to my heart because it's the world i live in and i am an expert feeler and and working through my trauma and it reminded me of how this season these last 6 months for me 7 months since june of last year when we Emptied out Dad Baker's house That was the beginning of my deep grieving It touched the father wound that I had been running away from for 30 years I left home when I was 11, 12 years old And really never saw my father again in a consistent way Until he passed away about 23 years ago And that wound left a huge mark, trauma It's what you would consider trauma Really, the war wasn't even as traumatizing as being away from my father and mother. I still have my mother, so I'm thankful that that wound has been restored with my mom. And having my grandma raise me in many ways, she was kind of that mother figure in my life. But I didn't have a father figure until Dad Baker. And then when he passed away February a year ago, basically, then you can imagine how it just went and touched that father wound that I had been running away from. In counseling with my wife, every time that they would bring up my father, I would just freeze. I would just cry. And, and even as Rochelle was telling me, I wouldn't even cry because I would just freeze. Not, not being able to process what my father means to me and what I lost, not just when he passed away, but as I said, at age 12, 40 years ago. and um, And really, I honestly can say that I didn't start grieving him. Or touching this wound until June of last year, maybe even till September, October, when I began to when I went back to counseling, and then of course the holiday syndrome hit, which made things worse because my father died December thirty first. My grandmother, who was my life for those thirty years, died on Christmas Eve slash January third. So the holiday syndrome is huge, and then plus my father-in-law, who also dealt with that with his own childhood in terms of a holiday syndrome, he passed away, or he was not well in December, so my stomach especially, my gut has been horrible since June, July of last year, and December was probably the worst, November, December, and it's just beginning to relax um, these last, I don't know, few days. And conversations that I've had, being honest with myself. I called a few people that I normally wouldn't talk to. Talking to my pastor, talking to our pro-presenter guy of all people. And yeah, posting on threads, just being honest and writing. And I don't know, it's just a matter of, I think the, you know, today they call it Blue Monday. And I posted on threads, how about Blue 2023? That's really what happened to me. And um, I'm looking at a picture here of my dad my son and myself in the middle and I just um I just it just it just there's so much there. That I'm still processing with my therapist. I've been going every two weeks, but I think I'm gonna go back to once a week, at least for the this next season, because I think I'm just beginning to become aware that I don't have some terrible disease, that it's not my gut's not this or that, or all these things that anxiety then jumps in and tells me these horrible things, catastrophizing and, you know, the the routine, but I'm realizing that this is, as I've known, this is 100% grief. And I guess in many ways, I can't say that I've known that. I thought it was just anxious thoughts over who knows what. Daisy and my son leaving away for college, and of course, Dad Baker losing my uncle, losing all these people. But i realized, and I've known it. It just is is new to me that this is grief. It's, it's recovering from the trauma when I was uh, a young a young boy, a young man. And no wonder I've been running from this. It's, it's so horrible. It's just horrible. And it took losing my father-in-law, and, and in some ways having David, our son, move away to college for his third year to really, I guess, deal with this junk that is just horrible. But I know from what I've been reading that this is necessary, that my symptoms, mostly my gut issues, are just a reflection of my trauma. I've learned that uh, I need to move my body and eat healthy and lose some weight just for my own sake. I'm learning that there's no like, okay, when is this going to end? This is just trauma and grief. It just does what it does. It doesn't wait for you. Well, it will wait for you, but it doesn't f- listen to you. Obey. It doesn't obey you. And it just simply is. And God is in the middle of it. God is not outside of it. This is not a lack of faith. I'm a pastor and man of God, and I love Jesus and pray and read the Bible. Nothing to do with a lack of God. This is simply a lack of healing that comes from uh, above. It comes from learning. It comes from counseling. It comes from being aware. Some people, you know, my mom, she lost her husband, my father, and her mom, and, and many people, her brother now, and, and she doesn't deal with this. She is emotionally strong. There are some people like us that are emotionally sensitive. HSPs, you can call them weak. That's what she calls it. Because it's true. At the end of the day, it's, there are some people that emotionally were weak and others are more emotionally strong. Just like some people are more doing strong and not, they don't do as much. And of course, we have our advantages. A disadvantage of being a doer and practical is you may, I don't know, not know how to grieve really well. And of course, the weakness of us empaths and HSPs, highly sensitive people, is that we really get down. My father-in-law would always say, just don't get too low, David. And I can easily become a recluse during a pandemic. Absolutely, that's what I did. I ran and lost my church and lost my ministry uh, pandemic and my own response to it and just simply... Uh, my trauma, my trauma has cost me. You could say some of my dreams, and but it's okay. I mean, there's nothing that I can do about it. it. It's what life brought me, and it's what happened, and it gave me a whole beautiful life that I have built by the grace of God. But it's also cost me a lot. And, and like I was reading again on threads, trauma isn't a, a, a grace disguise. It's just trauma, and now it's all about recovering and finding healing. There isn't necessarily like I mean you could say there's a silver lining because if and and if, and if and if and if you when that's what I mean to say when and if you recover meaning if you put in the work you can recover then there is freedom that's what I hear I have not experienced that freedom yet I still uh, underestimate myself deal with huge levels of well not perfectionism anymore that was the old me but of self worth and insecurity not speaking up for myself, overdoing, not valuing myself, letting people walk all over me, letting people step on me, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I'm becoming, I'm starting to get better, but only at, as I heal from the trauma. Because the trauma, and not having, it's what left this wound of saying, hey man, F you, excuse my language. Uh, this is your issue. You know, like most normal men and women do, uh, I don't know how to do that. And so as I recover and as I work through my trauma, I, am, I imagine that I will be able to then stand up for myself and say, no, 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 this is on you, bro, this is on you, get off my back, uh, leave me alone, get the heck off my back. And so I'm looking forward to that. I've had moments, but uh, it's not a consistent me, so I don't want to be a wuss anymore or a weak-minded man, which is what I am. I, I want to be a strong-minded man, not in my euphoric in my overdoing or in my, in my wanting to entertain people and being the, the game show host, but in being confident, basically, and secure in who I am and my decisions and my boundaries. All these things that are so healthy and natural and good and to bring more joy to my wife and kids and uh, to my whole life ministry in general amazing amazing journey. I am just beginning, I feel, to make sense of it and to heal and to put my gut symptoms in their place and to realize that this too shall pass. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that. That this is where I am supposed to be. That this is where God has me. And uh, that's, that's it. That's all there is to it. This is where God has me. He's at work. He's with me. So as I heal, I invite you to heal with me. I don't have uh, any sort of special offer. I don't really have any success with offers. I guess the best thing that I can do is offer myself and relationship, and maybe it is through threads. Maybe it's if you want to talk. Uh, I'm not a therapist, I'm nothing. I'm just a pastor and music, musician, worship leader, teacher of the word of God, and a fellow anxious type that deals with trauma, who is committed to healing, and to having a beautiful life and to making an impact in the world. And so that I can tell you, and I'm a survivor of 54 years of dealing with this since I was 12, so 40 years, 42 years. And I can help you if you're in your 20s, 30s, and you think you're never going to get through this or you're alone in this journey. You're not alone. I'm right here to help you. As I said, I'm not a doctor or a therapist. I have nothing. I have no degrees in that area. My degrees are in (laughs) double major, computer science and computer engineering and a master's degree in uh, Uh, basically biblical studies So, um, and nothing to do with uh, psychology or any of that but as I said I am committed to the journey and to being present, vulnerable honest so that I can help you and be a coach a mentor, someone to talk to you can go ahead and check out my website, davidtrig.com slash coaching, davidtrig.com slash coaching, or you can just simply follow me on threads or Instagram at davidtrig, or you can send me an email at trig or you can text me. The number is on my website. Thank you again for being here, and I will see you next time. Adios. Take me in.